0: The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Wick nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Introducing the new chocolate cream cold brew. Light, sweet, and silky chocolate cream cold foam meets bold, smooth Starbucks cold brew for a delicious way to make the most of your summer day. Your happy is here at Starbucks. Order ahead on the app. back to the manifest daily podcast my name is DeAndre Nicolette I'm the host of manifest daily if you're new here welcome I'm so excited to have you here tuned in listening to an episode of manifest daily and if you're an OG listener hey girl hey hey boy hey I'm so excited to have y'all back tuned in listening to another episode of manifest daily so y'all setting the scene I'm setting the scene okay it's currently Thursday I'm recording on a Thursday because I feel like I want this episode to go up as a bonus tomorrow but like honestly part of me is also not sure I'm also not sure because I'm like maybe I should just have this go up on Tuesday as like a regular episode we'll kind of see we'll see okay so I don't know what you're sipping it could be a Tuesday and you could be sipping your tequila your hot chocolate your water your iced coffee if you will maybe an iced caramel macchiato from Starbucks with white Mocha, extra shot of espresso, decaf, and oat milk, or it may be Friday and you may be turning up. And girl, I don't know why you listening to me before you about to turn up, but I mean, do what you do, okay? Do what you do. Today, my loves, we are chatting about self sabotage. So literally the other night, it was like two nights ago. I was in bed, and of course, my best ideas love to come to me while I'm in bed, either at a good 3 a.m., 5 a.m., when I am trying to. To catch up on my beauty sleep it loves to interrupt come through you know I really appreciate God my guides my angels sending through beautiful ideas to me but I would really appreciate sometimes if they would take into consideration the human time and the fact that it is a good 3 or 5 a.m. when these ideas are coming however this time the ideas came through at 11 p.m. less of an ungodly hour so I was a little bit more excited for that but I took out my phone I wrote down some ideas I wrote down some notes I jotted down some stuff I feel like this episode might low-key be all over the place but probably not because I feel like I feel like it's all over the place when I record because my thoughts are going like a hundred miles per hour yet when I edit and then re-listen to the episode live like literally live time with y'all I'm like Okay, this is giving what it needed to like, this is actually a good episode. So I do feel like my thoughts are racing right now. But I feel like as I talk through this, you guys will get it and you guys will like be able to really decipher and understand all of the things that I'm talking about in a very like cohesive and streamlined way, or at least that's the hope, you know? So yeah, like I said, I'm in bed. And I was just thinking about kind of my journey and where I am now and all of the things that I have sort of accomplished in the last year and a half to two years even three years honestly where if you want to go all the way back okay if you want to get back to like what what was three years ago 2018 girl no let's take it back to 2017 because if y'all know y'all know 2017 was that year that tried me okay 2017 was the year that (gasps) it came and tried me your girl survived your girl is thriving now but 2017 was trying to play with me and I was like we're not gonna do this okay we're not going to do this I was sitting there and I was thinking about all of the things that have happened since that time or since literally honestly I was even thinking about like high school and like what I was doing in high school and how I was as a person in high school and things like that and how I am as a woman today and it just had me really sitting here realizing the ways in which I am continuing to in my everyday life and in my everyday actions overcome self-sabotage and how there are days when I struggle. With self-sabotage and how there are days where I really struggle with falling into self-sabotaging patterns and behaviors that honestly don't serve me, don't serve the goals that I'm trying to achieve and literally have no place in my life for like in terms of me progressing. And I was thinking about this as well because I know one of the most downloaded episodes of this podcast is oddly enough. And I find it odd because literally like I feel like the first episode to me is kind of like low-key cringe. Because we all know, you know, when you start to up level your content and move forward and things like you look back sometimes and you're like, yo, why did I, I used to dress like this? Or like, why did I do my eyebrows like this? Or like, girl, what was going on back then? But, but episode one is a gem. I will say as much as I like sometimes cringe at the sound of the audio, simply because I've upgraded the sound of my audio now, I will admit that episode one is such a gem. I was thinking about that episode specifically because in that episode, I'm exploring this idea of why I'm afraid of success and it's an idea that I always come back to often because I think this idea of like the fear of success when you really explore that because it sounds kind of contradictory like why would you be afraid of something that you are in essence striving for right I think so many things that we do in our world today so many of our motivations lie behind this this goal of trying to become successful of wanting to succeed right it's the reason why people you know get certain jobs it's the reason why you go into a certain field it's the reason why you take certain actions it's the reason why you are disciplined is for this end goal of success and the idea that you can be a afraid of the very thing that you are also striving towards sometimes can feel again contradictory but at the same time this fear of success notion really goes hand in hand with self-sabotage because when we think about self-sabotage and we think about what self-sabotage is what self-sabotaging behaviors can be and what those can look like and we'll dive into that in a little bit they really go hand in hand with this bigger idea of fearing success right and almost like trying to slow yourself down, almost trying to slow your own roll because you feel like you're moving so fast and you feel a little bit overwhelmed and you feel like you can't handle it. So I wanted to talk about kind of how I'm experiencing this today, what this may look like for you as well, if you're currently experiencing this and kind of how we can start to work through this together, what helps me in my day to day when I am encountering these repetitive patterns, behaviors, and just feelings of self-sabotage or fear around success and what that looks like for me me and yeah, like all the things. Okay. So we're going to get into it. Okay. So grab your drink of choice. Like I said, I don't know if it's Tuesday or Friday, girl. I don't know what day it is, but you know, it really don't matter because time ain't even real. So grab your drink of choice. Let's settle in. It's a gloomy day here in Dallas. And I had a hot chocolate this morning. Okay. I won't even lie. I went to Einstein bagels. I got me a hot chocolate. I was like, I want almond milk and caramel. No whip. Hold the whip. Okay, hold the whip because your girl likes to pretend that her lactose intolerance matters sometimes, although I did get an egg and cheese. So really, it's balance, people. It's balance in life. You get the cheese, you hold the whip. That's how we do it around here. So grab your drink of choice, maybe with a little almond, a little oat milk if you want to get creamy in here. And let's go ahead and dive into chatting all about self-sabotage. In the past, I would say... Six months, maybe a little bit longer, if you want to kind of talk about the whole year of 2021. But I would say, really, the past like six months, the podcast has grown a lot. And I know those of you guys who have been OG listeners, okay, y'all already know. I know that you guys have seen the growth as well, and you kind of are experiencing the growth of the community and all the things. And I definitely post on Instagram and talk about it a lot because I like to, again, I'm taking y'all along the journey with me, and I want. Like for those of you who are wanting to start a podcast or wanting to, you know, do any sort of like business venture or anything basically that involves you having to start somewhere, like start at a beginning and basically like go on this journey to work hard towards whatever you're trying to achieve. I want y'all to see that it takes time sometimes, okay? Not everyone blows up overnight. Not everyone experiences this thing where they go viral and then all of a sudden they're famous and it's a whole thing. Like some of us out here got, you you know, you putting in work. it it takes time so I show a lot of that stuff behind the scenes but I think for those of you who've been following for a while you've seen that this year specifically I've experienced a massive amount of growth and I in if we want to put it into perspective because I think that um, someone actually DM'd me and was like she she mentioned that um, it would be helpful if I put like examples and stuff in here so I kind of want to be a little bit more example driven but also give you guys numbers so you can really understand and grasp what I'm mean by growth. Uh, So for example, the first year of the podcast, I actually used to get around let's say 20 downloads. When I first started the podcast, it's getting like 20 downloads a month. That was basically me, my mom, Monica. Monica, if you're listening, hey girl, hey. Okay, my best friend. Like that was how the podcast started. There wasn't really anyone listening. And I think that's usually the case with a podcast because podcasting, like if we were talking marketing terms with podcasting, like podcasting isn't something, well, now it's becoming easier to find, but before it wasn't as easy or found. Like it used to be that you would have an audience, right? So you might be like a YouTuber or, you know, before TikTok, what, what was it, Vine? Girl, I don't know. Like you might be famous somewhere else or you might have an audience somewhere else and then you would start a podcast if you wanted to and then your people would come over from that other medium over to podcasting and that's how you would kind of grow your audience. But if you were like me, just a, you know, a person with no audience to speak of anywhere else and you were starting a podcast, it was And it still is, I would argue, really difficult to grow. And sometimes I kind of want to put a pause on seeing things like that because I don't want it to, in some ways, affirm that reality. But that has been my experience, that this has been difficult to grow. And I knew that going into it when I started the podcast, it wasn't necessarily that I was thinking about this as like a business venture and a business opportunity. I just wanted to sit down and talk. Like I was like, I got some stuff to say, okay. And even if I'm the only person Listen, I'm about to be talking. Cause I'm an only child and I really like to talk to myself. That's one thing about me. I'ma sit here and I'm gonna talk to myself all day, period. But then people started listening. And so then I was like, oh, because I'm not talking to myself no more. Guess it's actually people out here listening. So if we go from thinking about that first year, I actually went back and found this like brand document I made for myself. And I made this sometime last year. I wanna say it was probably like August, September, maybe October of last year. And in that document, I wrote down this goal. I wrote down that I want wanted to get to 10,000 downloads per month. I remember at the time I was getting like close to it. Like I had months where I was getting like, there was one month it was like 6,000 downloads or something like that in a month. And it was like 7,000, 8,000, but it always hovered around like 8,000 or so. And I was so close to 10,000 downloads in a month, but I hadn't yet gotten there. And really, again, with podcasting, a lot of it is word of mouth. A lot of it is people like hearing a good podcast and telling their friends about it because it's not necessarily on a platform like YouTube or on a platform like TikTok, where the algorithm is in your favor, podcasts are—they're on multiple different platforms, right? You put this thing out it's an RSS feed, and basically, what that means is we're not hosting it on one platform that everyone goes to. So again, it's not like someone types in www.youtube.com, and you know, obviously, there are people that do host uh, or do post a video podcast on YouTube, and it's for the very reason of search. It's for the very reason because you know they're lot of people already on YouTube and it's easier to discover content on YouTube from an SEO and a marketing standpoint but when it comes to podcasting it's a little bit harder to discover because there is no central place where they're all sitting and on top of that the search capabilities of a lot of these apps when it comes to podcasting wasn't really focused on before like now we're seeing a Apple and Spotify and even Amazon invest a lot of money into these bigger podcasters. We're seeing them invest a lot of money into their software to make their podcast uh, systems and platforms stronger, much more easier to search, things like that. We're seeing that now because businesses and these companies are starting to see that people are listening to podcasts more. So of course, the money, the revenue, the time, the energy, the focus is going towards this thing that is essentially hot right now you feel me but before when I started it was like there there'd been podcasts around but it wasn't like it is now like I think I remember reading a stat and I don't quote me on the year because I can't remember but like I, I want to say it was like a few years ago It was about maybe like half a million podcasters so existed now it's millions like I literally I wish I had the number because I want to say like it's like 45 million but I really I'm not sure y'all google the numbers but basically the number of podcasts that exist to this day now have exploded like there are so so many podcasts it is insane and that's because again the companies and people just even everyday people are starting to realize that oh people are listening to podcasts like that's that's where people you know are, are spending their time and energy and things like that so again putting it into perspective um before right I had the the six to eight thousand downloads in a month and I didn't essentially know how to get past that number because up until then my growth had been pretty linear pretty steady and it was just something like every so often you know I would get people like post on Instagram story and share the podcast with their followership and and then that that like from their followership someone might listen to my podcast and fall in love and then share and that's how it naturally has grown and it's still growing in that way to this day but to put it into perspective you guys. I set that goal of 10,000 downloads in 1 month towards the end of last year and going into 2021 that was still my goal because I still hadn't achieved that come January, February or March of this year. Now, now in the month of October, my goal for this month is 100,000 downloads this month. That's like to me I feel like that is insane because I have gone from striving towards a goal of 10,000 to literally last month, we were like just a couple hundred off from hitting a hundred thousand downloads in the month. And again, this is, this is just like a huge number, a huge goal. Like I feel like I struggle sometimes to wrap my head around the fact that like in the span of less than a year, I have 10 X my numbers. Like I have 10 X my numbers. And on top of that, I believe we're going to surpass the 100,000 download number in this month and I'm sure by the end of next year I like I honestly feel like by the end of next year, it'll be something where I'm setting goals like, oh yeah, like we're going to get half a million or a million downloads this month. Like I feel like I'm going to be setting goals like that. And so with that being said, the podcast has grown, right? So I'm trying to get you guys to understand that it's grown and it's grown in a somewhat steady way, I would say, because even though a lot of it has exploded, quote unquote, this year, and I would even argue that that, that, the amount of growth that I've experienced hasn't necessarily been explosive. It's been explosive to me, but I mean, I'm sure you can compare to other people's growth and say, you know, this is just like a really good uh, rate of growth for me rather than explosive. But What I would say is I've worked for like what almost three years on this show and now I'm starting to see my beans that I planted years ago sprout like now I'm starting to see that happen like now like literally August of this year was the first year that I was able to monetize my show in some way and I'm sure you guys who are OG listeners noticed because I was able to put ads in my show those are just ads that are inserted they're kind of similar to like when you go on YouTube and you watch a YouTube video and the ad plays at the beginning of the video and you just skip the ad it's it's basically the same thing but it's for podcasts so I was able to do that. So it's almost like, you know how with YouTube now where you have to hit like a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time before you're able to monetize your show? It's kind of the same with same way with podcasts where like you have to grow to a certain point before you're able to monetize in some ways. Like you could do affiliate sales and things like that, but I never had success with that. And I also never really pushed that because I personally just like, I don't know. Like, it just seemed annoying to me to like want to do all that. I just honestly didn't want to do all that. (laughs) Won't even lie. I was, I was a little, not even that I was lazy. I just like, you pick and choose your things, you know, you get to pick and choose your battles in life. And I did not want to pick that for one of mine. So long story short, there's been a lot of growth. There's been a lot of slow growth at the beginning. And now I feel like I'm being rewarded in many ways with, The fact that I was consistent, the fact that I've been dedicated, the fact that I have held in my heart this vision because I've always known that there was so much potential with this show, especially at the very beginning when... I, and I told—I think I told this story in the Perseverance episode way, way, way back. I think it was like 46 or something like that. If you listen to that, then you, you've heard the story before. But there was one time where I was doing the show for a couple months and my numbers just weren't growing. And I remember just like being like, OK, I'm just going to like not do this anymore because I was it took time. And I stopped posting the podcast for a little like she went to Canada with my boyfriend at the time. And I remember being in our Airbnb when I checked my Instagram DMs and this was when when I think the Instagram was still Manifest Daily Podcast versus being the Manifest Daily. And I got this DM from someone who was like, like literally raving about how much she loved the podcast. And she was just like, when is a new episode coming out? I haven't heard a new episode in a minute. And that's when I kind of was just like, wait a second, like this is a complete stranger, not someone who knew me from high school, not someone who's like friends of a friend of a friend. This is a complete stranger who has found the show, who has, liked it so much was caught up on all the episodes to the point where she's like asking me when are you coming out with more and I think that's when something clicked for me where I was just like I need to keep doing this like I remember getting that message of like I need to keep going and around that time is also when I when I shifted the name of the podcast into Manifest Daily because at the time it was like DeAndre Nicolette then it was like Ascend for a little But around that time is when I had the shift of like shifting the entire purpose of the podcast, the name of the podcast. A month or two later is when I recorded that Perseverance episode two. And when I decided, like I literally remember the moment sitting in my parents' basement, which was at the time my like apartment and uh, just feeling like I am going to do this. I I didn't give myself a timeline of like, I'm going to do this for three years. And if nothing takes off, like I literally was just like, I am going to commit to posting an episode. And at the time I think I used to do two episodes a week. I wanna say I was girl, I was posting back then, okay? And I still post, but I think I was doing more episodes. And I what I did was I dropped it down to once a week because I was like one thing that was hindering me too was the amount I was posting. It was like really hard because I was also balancing like a full-time job and some other things. And I mean, I'm still now balancing a full-time job and some other things, probably way more at the time than I was balancing then. But you know, that's neither here nor there. But anyways, I just decided like, this is this is what we're going to do. Like we're going to do this. We're going to commit to this. I haven't looked back since. I think there has been maybe one or two times I took a break. One of those was um, I had a break in between seasons. I told you, guys I think it was like I took a little break around the holidays to not record I had like some old episodes go up or something like that I did something and took a break and the only other time I've taken a break was when I actually and I don't think I I don't know if I ever revealed this on a podcast but last year before I had my actual breakup me and my uh, partner at the time broke up and I thought I was gonna be moving to Philly <laughs> randomly enough I uh, actually thought that random I have friends in Philly and I had taken a month off the podcast because I was literally going to move to Philly and uh record and be like hey guys I'm back I'm single I'm living in Philly now and uh that ended up not happening because we got back together and but then lol because I ended up moving to Dallas and be like hey guys I'm single now and I'm living in Dallas so you know the way things work out it's kind of hilarious we love that but what I'm saying is I've experienced that growth and I feel like I don't hear people talk about this as much but there's this thing that happens when you grow right like when you're going through those periods that you know the moment where you're like experiencing something that you've always wanted to happen and you're like literally living in it where you're like oh shit it's happening like it's happening right now like this is the beginning this is the moment that I'm going to be talking about years to come and being like oh I remember when I first monetized or I remember when this happened like I'm living these moments now but what people don't talk about as much is the overwhelm that happens when that happens because I think we think, okay, like when I, you know, have my big break or when things start happening or whatever like specific goal you're thinking about or whatever thing you're working towards, I think you always think like it's just going to be all great, which it is. A lot of it is great. I'm so grateful, right? Like you feel the gratitude, you feel the happiness. But there's also this part where you feel a little bit of overwhelm. You feel a little bit of, and at least this has been my experience, I feel a little bit overwhelmed. And I also feel a little bit of this kind of like, it's almost like you're mourning the comfort zone that you're leaving. And I've talked about this before in another episode, you're welcoming in the new, you're welcoming, welcoming in, that is such a hard like two words to say, but you're welcoming in new possibilities, new things, new beginnings, but you're also like leaving some of the old. It means that you have to readjust and I think part of it too has been that this year I've gone through so many changes that it's been like it's just been really overwhelming to go through so many changes in the span of a year and um and I feel like I'm doing a really good job at it that's the thing I'm so proud of myself and I've said this in a YouTube video and in in an episode before that I'm really proud of how I'm navigating it because I know that I have been put in this specific chapter of my life to grow like you know when you're in a chapter and you know that it's like it's literally that chapter where it's like the pressure on the seed, but you are about to sprout like no other like I know I'm in that chapter but it's still at times overwhelming and sometimes I am grieving the comfort zone because I know that where I'm going and like what's happening right now and what is being like started right now and what I'm experiencing right now is just the beginning. And I'm like, there's a part of me that, you know, and we'll talk about this in the imposter syndrome episode, which is going to be the next episode. But there's a part of me that like thinks or wonders, like, is this a mistake? Like, am I actually meant for the things that I want? Because if you guys could see inside of my mind and inside of my heart, and see like the magnitude of the things that I want to do in this world and like the way I want to change people's lives and the way I want to do all of these things, you would be like, that's a lot of stuff. (laughs) That's a lot of stuff. And so sometimes I'm like, am I actually meant to do all of this? Am I actually going to do all of this? Is this, was this a mistake that I've been given these desires, these dreams, these visions, these wishes, whatever. This summer, paradise is wherever you are with the new Pineapple Passion Fruit Starbucks Refreshers Beverage. With tropical pineapple and passion fruit flavors, it's bright and refreshing, like sunshine in a cup. You're happiest here at Starbucks. Order ahead on the app. According to Psychology Today, behavior is said to be self sabotaging when it creates problems in daily life and it interferes with long standing goals. The most common self sabotaging behaviors include procrastination, self medication with drugs, alcohol, comfort eating, and forms of self injury such as cutting. I definitely resonate with that because I think my biggest form of self sabotage is procrastination. One of the things that happens. Really often, which I again I'm so grateful for, is like when you guys message me on Instagram. I will say that when I get messages from y'all, it's not just the like uh, a simple thing. Like y'all pour your heart and souls into these messages. Like it's really heartfelt, and the energy is hard to miss. It's like this beautiful energy of gratitude. You tell me what you're going through. You tell me like what you know a certain episode has helped you overcome or helped you do. Like it is some really deep conversations that. happen on Instagram and so receiving more of these messages I'm so grateful for it I will say that sometimes I do feel overwhelmed because I don't know I feel like it's just sometimes like it's a lot you know what I mean sometimes it's a lot but I also at sometimes feel guilty for feeling like it's a lot because again I've wanted this growth I've wanted this success right in this way and now that it's starting to happen there's a part of me that's like Deandra well why are you feeling overwhelmed if you're overwhelmed now or if you're feeling you know stressed now how are you going to handle when you're getting a million downloads in the episode like if you can't handle that how will you be given that blessing and we've talked about this before in previous episodes where I've said that there are times when things don't come into your life in the way you want them to because you're not at that place where you're ready. And again, this is where I have to credit the slow growth in my journey. I think my slow growth has happened in that way because if it had happened any sort of viral way, I probably would have gotten very overwhelmed and panicked and probably self sabotaged my way out of it. Okay. So the way it's happening now is that every so often there will be a surge of messages or there will be a surge of things and I get to sit and I get to process it and I get to understand it and I get to step into to that next like level of whatever I'm experiencing with my brand and my podcast and then I get to kind of coast for a little bit and then something else will happen and then I have to level up again and I think that's really nice because it allows me to grow into you know these big girl pants so to speak okay it allows me to grow in that way in a way that feels less less panicky less scary less you know I don't know just just less overwhelming I would say but like I said there's always this little bit of fear where I'm afraid to disappoint and I think that I have that fear sometimes because we do live in a world that like kind of has this weird cancel culture situation thing where we're always trying to like cancel people or we're always trying to like dig up things on people which I feel like it's like very odd it's very weird I say that because we're all humans and we all do make mistakes and obviously some things you know. are are worse mistakes than others when it comes to people in the spotlight but what I will say is that we can't put people who have large followings on the internet on a pedestal because at the end of the day they're just human they're going to make mistakes they're going to disappoint you and so as I continue to grow I think I do have this fear that I like my humanness will make me disappoint people but then I'm like wait that doesn't make sense because it's I mean it does make sense but it makes it but then I'm like wait my humanness is the thing that makes people like me because I am relatable because I'm literally just sitting here saying I don't know everything I'm trying to figure things out I panic a lot and I get overwhelmed and this is just real life because I feel like sometimes people just like pretend that they don't panic and it's not and I, I don't I don't know and then I'm like no like it's okay to panic it's okay to have these moments it's okay to feel that and acknowledge it for what it is and you can still be successful you can still move forward you can still have all the things you want you can still manifest your dream life even if you're not perfect because none of us are sometimes when i have that fear of like i don't want to disappoint people i'm like well The thing is, the people who really rock with me and the people who really understand that we are all humans who really like understand that fundamentally to their core. I don't think I can ever truly disappoint because there's nothing that I can never see myself doing that would be quite ridiculous enough to like warrant mass disappointment. Because I'm just like, I'm a pretty good person. I don't I don't say anything really crazy. I just kind of am minding my business here, trying to like create my dream life. Like that's all I'm trying to do. Like I'm minding my business. I'm like. Not problematic. You know what I mean? I'm not problematic. So another quote I have from psychology today. So according to them, the forces that lead to self-sabotage can also be more subtle, such as accumulation of dysfunctional and distorted beliefs that lead people to underestimate their capabilities, suppress their feelings, or lash out amongst those around them and I think this is a really key one because I've definitely experienced this as well again this ties really well into the imposter syndrome episode where that will be coming soon I have two imposter syndrome episodes so far if you haven't heard them it's like I think fraud part one and fraud part two and then we're gonna have this other one coming up it might just be called fraud part three or it might be called something else but anyways I will chat more about that whole distorted and dysfunctional beliefs in that episode because Like I said, I I feel like imposter syndrome in itself is just basically you having this distorted belief that you don't belong in the rooms that you are in, that the rooms you're standing in, or you don't belong in the job that you have managed to get, or you don't belong somewhere that you are. It makes you feel as if you are unworthy and as if you somehow lied your way into whatever it is you've gotten yourself into. However, I will say, in some ways, as I'm growing, I do feel this whole thing where I'm underestimating my capability and suppressing my feelings. I was actually chatting with my friend Tolu yesterday, and we were talking a little bit about this. And I was telling her how I start to kind of overthink things. One of the things that I've been doing recently is changing, or not even changing, but testing out different ways of like editing and producing episodes. I talk about like still spiritual, lifestyle, esoteric topics, topics around mindset, entrepreneurship. Like all that good stuff like literally like this episode self-sabotage episodes that are still you know raw real literally me just sitting down rambling and probably will be a chore to edit because actually I probably won't even really edit it because I never really edit these ones I just take out a couple like swallow sounds because god I hate the sound of me swallowing on a mic but then there are also the episodes like Friends with Benefits that came out recently or Hustler, The Rise of Hustle Culture, where I do some research. I do. I, it's almost like a commentary type of video, but not really commentary. It's kind of like I give you guys history. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking a lot of facts. I'm, you know, giving you guys definitions of things. And then I'm also at the end of the episode sort of like bringing it back to like the core of Manifest Daily and me talking about how this relates to you, how this relates to us, like how we can overcome. Um, like like all that good stuff. And I feel like in those episodes, I've been a little panicked at like, will this do, like, will you guys even like this? Because... It's a little bit different. It's almost a little bit more. In some ways, it's it sounds more produced than what I typically have created in the past. But in other ways, to me, I feel like it doesn't necessarily sound like more produced in a bad way. It sounds more produced in a good way because I'm basically just elevating the quality of my content. That's what it feels like to me because I get so excited Editing those episodes, researching those episodes. They're topics that I'm really passionate about. I'm actually really passionate about psychology and sociology. As I've said like a million times on this show, you guys know I majored in both of those. And talking about like these psychological, sociological topics and things and Putting it together with like my commentary and adding music and all these things. It's so fun to me. And so there's a part of me that kind of panics at like, will this resonate? Will this sound good? Because it's different. I'm not sitting here talking about crystals like I once did back in like episode 16. I'm talking about the history of the nine to five. And so I panic about whether or not it will resonate. And Tulu said something that I think I really needed to hear where she was just kind of like, part of it is like what you talk about and the topics that you cover, but she said a huge part of it, at least for her as a listener, is my energy and the way that I approach these topics is not necessarily the, the same old commentary, the same old this. She was like, you approach it with a certain energy, a certain vibe, and she was like, when I listen to the episode, it's like I'm sitting out talking to a friend. I said, girl, because that's the vibe I want to bring, you know what I'm saying? Like, Because when I personally listen to a podcast, I love the ones where I feel like I'm sitting down in the room with the people and they're just talking instead of talking at me like here are here's what you need to do for this it's like they're like girl listen let me tell you about you know so and so and they go on and they tell their story and I get it in that way you feel me so all that to say, <laughs> she was like the newer episodes, the way you're doing them, like you're just elevating your content. But she said, you're still you, you're still bringing that same energy, you're still bringing that same vibrance, you're still bringing that same personality. So it's like, as long as you continue to be yourself, the content gonna hit. And I was like, you know what? I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that because another part of, you know, self-sabotage is as you're going into seasons where you are naturally elevating, naturally stepping up the quality of, your content or naturally stepping up the quality of your life like there's gonna be a part of you that almost like tries to pull you back into the comfort zone because you feel like wait a second am I doing too much wait a second is this is this like the the natural next step and you start to overthink your next step but really it's about following what feels good like all the stuff that you've done up until that point has gotten you to where you are and even though some things didn't work out other things did and you're where you are because of the decision that you made or didn't make. And I feel like if you're following your intuition, like if you're really leaning into following your intuition, following your guides, following your gut, like you're going to get to where you need to get to like literally in such a beautiful and aligned way. And I feel like me overthinking my content, sometimes it does go into that imposter syndrome. And that is another way that I self-sabotage that I've been like working around. It's like when I get an idea like the hustle culture one and I get an idea of how I want to produce that and how I want the episode to sound, I still haven't listened to it. That's the funny thing. Sometimes I get so in my head about these episodes that I don't listen to them myself because I'm so afraid (laughs) to listen back to it. It sounds so crazy because like obviously I listen... Back to it while I edit, but I'm talking about like the full, like at the end, like I don't I get scared to listen to it. Like I literally just listened to Friends of Benefits the other day and I was terrified because I thought, I thought that episode sucked. Like, and that's the thing, that's how imposter syndrome and self-sabotage will get you because it literally didn't. Cause I listened back to the freaking episode and I was like, this is such a good episode. Like I was so proud, so proud of how it came out. I loved that episode. I literally almost listened to it a second time in the same day cause I loved how it came out so much. But it's crazy because self-sabotage and imposter syndrome will have you sit in there have me sitting there thinking this sucks let me not upload it thank god i'm impulsive as hell got my mars and aries and I just be posting shit (laughs) thank god i'm impulsive because otherwise girl i don't know where we would be i don't know where we would be truly another thing i want to say in this episode i don't even know if this relates to self-sabotage or not but but i just gotta say this is that y'all inspire me so much because y'all will come in my dms and talk about how like you just quit your job to pursue your dream or you've left a toxic like relationship or you've like cut off a toxic family member because of certain things and I think it's such a beautiful thing because it's like obviously maybe you listen to a certain episode and something I said clicked for you or something I said gave you that final nudge or push that you needed and you went and did something and then y'all will come and tell me about it and then like you telling me about it will be like my sign or my push to do something that I've been afraid to do and I feel like that's such a beautiful thing because for me it just from it's like the, the The synergy, is that the word? No, I don't know if that's the word, girl. But listen, for me, it's like that whole relationship with your friends where y'all just inspire each other, like where somebody levels up and does something and that inspires the other person to level up and do something. And then y'all just keep leveling up and doing things together. Like it is just that type of vibe. So I really love that. I feel like that is such a powerful experience. And again, I'm always so grateful and honored that like y'all will listen to the podcast and be inspired by it or really enjoy the content. Because I think one of the things this world kind of has done in in such a poor way is it's made people feel as if in order to be liked or celebrated, you sometimes have to be someone other than who you want to be. I don't like that. I don't think any of us like that because it, it makes people feel like they gotta, you know, act differently, talk differently, show up in a way that doesn't feel authentic to them in some spaces in order to be accepted. I love that I can just show up here And speak the way I do, like just be how I am. Clearly struggle with remembering things, go on tangents all the damn time, and y'all still love it. And y'all still love it. And I really love that because that's truly like such a beautiful relationship. And especially again, going back to the whole thing where, in some ways, it inspires you. It's crazy because I listen to like my own episodes too, and be inspired by them as well. I need to go back and listen to that dating episode, y'all. I need to go back and listen to that dating episode. Fun thing, guys. I have a date tomorrow. I am actually really excited for this one. I don't know. I'm nervous, too, because, like, it's a first date. So, you know, I feel like a first date is always a little bit of, like, hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> y'all y'all know what I mean with a, the with a, hmm. Because, <laughs> like, Cause like it's online and I'm safe, y'all. Okay, cause I know someone else had messaged me and was like afraid for my life because I like I'm out here online dating. I'm very safe about how I approach online dating. I take pretty much all, if not, you know, like literally all the safety measures I can, uh being obviously a single woman, you you do gotta be safe out here. And if y'all want an episode on that, I could talk about that too, and just kinda like safety and the things that I do to make sure that I, I put myself in as safe a position as possible in this world trying to navigate dating and online dating but uh yeah like I feel like whenever you go out on a first date with someone from like an app or something it's always just kind of an experience because I've never been catfished before like I never have been but I done heard some stories and what gets me like the thing that gets me is I'm just like how y'all gonna be out here catfishing people when y'all know you gonna have to show up at, at the date I don't think the dude is catfishing like I don't think that's it like else hello I would not be going if I thought he was a catfish like why would I do that actually I might do that just to see like just to be like did you really try this like i actually would show up and be like what is going on here (laughs) like what is happening here but no it's just the first date so I'm just like a little bit uh nervous because it's that whole like you meet someone in person for the first time and it's like kind of weird so wish me luck my friends wish me luck thank you Rakuten. It's the smartest way to shop and save. Earn cash back at over 3,500 stores in every single category. We're talking fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, subscription services, and so much more. Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or can send you a check. Membership is free and it's super easy to sign up. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving. Shouldn't you be one of them? It's a no-brainer. Shopping smarter doesn't have to be harder. Start with Rakuten via desktop, the app, or the extension, and let Rakuten do the deal finding for you. Start saving today at Rakuten.com or on the Rakuten app. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. always say this y'all if y'all would not have that vision in your heart that goal that specific thing that you desire to do create have be if it weren't meant for you like it you really wouldn't and I always have to remind myself like I'm not here off of luck like I'm not here off of luck I literally have worked hard I have believed in the vision that God put in my heart I have literally stay true to myself and when I've done things that didn't feel aligned I've quit them pretty soon because I'm like mm, actually I don't want to do this no more and there have been times where I didn't want to do that because I thought y'all would be like not her starting this thing and then and then stopping this thing again but listen if it don't feel aligned with me I'm one thing about me I don't got time to be keep on doing something that I don't really want to be out here doing because listen I'd rather sleep Okay, I would rather sleep than to be putting in all this work doing something that I don't even want to do. Why would I do that? Okay, but if you have a vision, if you have something in your heart like that you really, really want to do, you have that vision for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like even if that's not your end all, be all, like even if that's not where you end up, like the the actual journey, the taking steps and everything to get to that space is gonna lead you to where you are supposed to be. And so as you do that, and as you evolve, and as you grow, like some of those moments of self sabotage will definitely come. It will definitely, definitely come up, but you have to be able to recognize it as such and be like, is this a self-sabotaging behavior? Is this overthinking me self-sabotaging? Am I procrastinating because I'm tired or because I'm self-sabotaging? Am I not answering my emails or or responding to collaboration requests because I don't want to do them or because it's self-sabotaging? It often requires you to have those really honest conversations with yourself and figure out like what you're really feeling if it's just that something's not aligned with you, or if you're just afraid, if you're just really afraid of that success. One of the things that also really helps me too when I am in that self-sabotaging space, specifically because my mode of self-sabotage really takes shape and form in procrastination, is time blocking. So I don't time block every single day anymore. I used to at one point do it every single day. Now I do it on days where I really have like a lot to do. Like I'm kind of doing a lot of stuff with my nine to five, a lot of stuff in Manifest Daily a lot of stuff on my to-do list and I'm like yo this looks overwhelming like how do I fit this in I think I told y'all this too I had to answer DMs and I had put it on my list for so long but every single day I kept moving it on my to-do list answer DMs answer DMs answer DMs and y'all I wasn't answering nothing and then it started to like take a toll on me because then I started to like get really anxious when I would go on Instagram so I'd go on Instagram and get anxious and close the app and like see the number of DMs growing and just close the app so then what I did was I went into my calendar and I was like I'm a time block for the next and I blocked out nine to 10 o'clock to answer DMs. If I have a specific time blocked off to do something, I'm more likely to do it than if I just have it on my to-do list. So on a typical day, my to-do list does serve me. And I talked about this in the productivity episode, how I will use a combination of a to-do list and time blocking. But my to-do list does serve me on most given days because most days I kind of can create the flow of my work just kind of by looking at my to-do list and being like okay I'm gonna do this first I'm gonna do this second I have like an order I usually go through but on the days where it's a lot of stuff I'm overwhelmed or it's stuff where I've been procrastinating specifically because of self-sabotaging behaviors I will go into my calendar and literally block like I will literally do a 15 minute time block off or a 10 minute time block off to be like answer email from so-and-so send this to so-and-so like I'll do those specific tasks in the thing because then what happens is I I get these notifications from my Google Calendar that's like in 10 minutes you need to answer the DMs and then I can like mentally prepare myself because I know it's coming up in 10 minutes. So I'll you know get in my space, I'll get my laptop set up. I'll open the Instagram um DMs on my laptop and get ready, knowing that from nine to 10, that's the zone I'm in. I'm in that zone and no other zone. I'm not doing anything else. You know what I'm saying? So that really does help me when it comes to procrastination specifically. Like you really just gotta like have that honest conversation with yourself and be like, what am I afraid of? Like, what is that that next level that this thing could get me to that I'm possibly afraid of? And why am I afraid of that? Is it because it's going to be different? Is it because I don't know what lies on the other side of this next step or this next chapter? Is it because I'm afraid of losing friends or I'm afraid of losing family or like whatever it is and really sit with that and have a conversation with yourself? Because like oftentimes, at least again, from my experience, it's been that I am afraid of the success because of the fact that I just have never experienced it before. I tend to be really afraid of the unknown. And I think most humans are as an evolutionary, you know, thing that we have. Like we look just afraid of the unknown. It keeps us safe for the most part, right? But you also have to remember that To stay safe for your whole life is to live a life where maybe you will live an an okay life, but it may in some ways be mediocre. And so if you want to live this life that you really envision, if this life involves all these extra things and these really amazing moments and stuff like that, a lot of that requires risk, a lot of that requires you stepping outside of your comfort zone, and a lot of that requires you to address self-sabotaging behaviors that may be holding you in your comfort zone out of the fear of success. but y'all self-sabotage is a beast it just has this way of attacking you of guilting you into thinking you're not enough again going back to imposter syndrome which we will talk about again soon Um, it has a way of just like berating you making you feel as if the things that you're doing or the things that you're not doing you're not doing because you don't deserve whatever success may be attributed to completing those tasks but The truth is, like, you're enough for whatever it is that you want. And I think that's part of it, too, is, like, sometimes with the self-sabotaging behavior, you don't, like, you procrastinate or you don't do things because you're thinking, well, this is not even meant for me. Like, this is not even going to happen for me. Like, I can't even have this. So, like, I might as well not even, like, try. Or I might as well not even do the things I need to do. To to work towards this goal because what's the point, right? And it makes you feel as if like you should just give up before you even try because what's the whole point? And really, you gotta know that, like I said, if you have that dream, if you have that specific desire, you have it for a reason. Again, it may not be your end all be all. But whatever steps you're taking on that journey are going to lead you to that. And you you are enough for that. On your journey, you are going to be given the next steps to learn and to grow and to evolve and to become the person that you need to be to get to wherever. That end all be all is for you. I've seen people do so many amazing, amazing things, break records, shatter goals, like just literally do things that were once seen as impossible. Like we have seen humans overcome and do the impossible. I don't know why, and I mean, I guess I do know why, it's like psychological, but sometimes we just. We just limit ourselves and we think that our goals are way outside of what we can ever do in life when the reality is that we can do the impossible. We've done it before. We've literally done it before. And as humans, as a collective, we will continue to do that. And again, if you have a goal, if you have a vision, if you have a dream, like it's up to you to decide that you're going to take the steps towards making that happen. Again, the universe and God will meet you halfway in this co-creationship, but you can't allow self-sabotage to forever hold you back as your excuse because it is an excuse. And like I said, you got to have that honest conversation with yourself of like, I know I want this thing. And in order to get there, in order to progress, I have to bypass this behavior. And if it means that I have to step outside of my comfort zone, or if it means I have to do something that makes me uncomfortable in this moment, but it serves the grander purpose of calling in my manifestation or achieving my goal, I am going to do so because I deserve the things that I want in this life, and I'm going to get them. That my friends is a little chat on self-sabotage, okay? (laughs) I thought this episode was just very all over the place, but I hope it made sense to you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm definitely gonna post this as a bonus because I don't think this, maybe it's me self-sabotaging, but I'm like, I don't think this is a Tuesday type of vibe, girl, it's giving Friday behavior, It's it's giving tequila shot needed, you know what I'm saying? It's giving Mexican mule, I honestly feel like tomorrow, so we're going to Cheesecake Factory, which is like my favorite restaurant ever, I know. Like, am I basic? I might just be, because Cheesecake Factory is lit, okay? If you have not had their Chocolate Tuxedo Cheesecake, you have not lived a day in this life, my friend. And if you're lactose intolerant like me, it's okay. Just just have the cheesecake at home, you know? What I like to do is I get it in the to-go thing. I take like three, four bites at dinner, and I bring the rest home. That's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. But we're going there. I think I'm gonna get a Long Island iced tea. Like a Long Island nice tea though is like it's kind of dangerous like okay you know what? let me let me get myself a Mexican mule honey let me get myself a Mexican mule and for those of you guys that don't drink I respect it I don't really drink as much I drink when I go out on like a date or if it's like a turn up type of situation or if I go out with like a girlfriend or something and we're getting drinks but um but yeah the mules be good only because I like ginger beer I really love ginger beer it's so good Ugh, literally anyways my loves this has been wonderful This has been fabulous, darling, fabulous. What accent is that? (laughs) It's giving Deandra Bouge, bougie, bouger, if we will, Bougetta. But I hope you guys have a fabulous weekend. It is, again, still gloomy here. I need to go finish some 9 to 5 work because I don't know why I literally thought it was Friday for a second. I was like, girl, I'm off tomorrow. Like, no, you're not. You are definitely attending work tomorrow. You have like five meetings tomorrow. Get it together, Deandra. Get it together. Anyways, my loves, I will chat with you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for being here, for listening to this long ramble, chatting with you about self-sabotage and also for listening and continue to listen because without y'all, obviously, like what growth would it be? It wouldn't be no growth, period. So shout out to you for being here, for listening, for sharing, for leaving a review. I appreciate the reviews. The reviews are so good. I need to post some more of the reviews because you guys write the nicest things when you write a review and i will be like, oh my God, oh my God. So yeah, thank you so much. Chat with you guys in the next episode. Bye my loves. Introducing the new chocolate cream cold brew. Light, sweet, and silky chocolate cream cold foam meets bold, smooth Starbucks cold brew for a delicious way to make the most of your summer day. Your happy is here at Starbucks. Order ahead on the app. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Hey, just wanted to remind you of that time your kicker missed the extra point and lost the game. Even though he'd literally never missed an extra point, he chose this playoff game to miss. Yeah, I just noticed you hadn't thought about that in a bit. Wouldn't want you to miss, you know, thinking about it. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory. But we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards